0: Hello and welcome. Uh, We Got A Memo podcast listeners. Um, We are back with you for another episode. Uh, It's been a minute since we've uh, been able to hop on and record. We've just been, I don't know, super busy and like schedules just haven't been able to line up. Um, Speaking of which, it's uh, just going to be John and I on the podcast today. Um, Yeah, Michael and, and Xavier are both preoccupied um they may or may not hump on later and uh like as in a a different day and and record something um but they've given us some stuff to talk about uh so we can definitely share those those thoughts uh their thoughts on this podcast so um yeah without further ado uh I guess uh we'll get right into it um so let's see the last episode was was uh Michael's sort of uh I don't know thank you or like um it was his uh you know kind of like coping with the whole passing of Kobe Bryant and all that so um since then Quite a bit of stuff has happened. Uh Super Bowl is definitely something we gotta talk about today. Um and I guess some of the NFL free agency, the baseball free agency stuff that's all going on. Um we'll make sure to get into all that, as well as um, I don't know, just a couple things on basketball and maybe hockey. So uh and also some of the... John's got some Olympic uh, news or information just kind of gearing up for the the 2020 Summer Olympics. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess first off, we can just, since it's some past news, is is the Super Bowl. Uh, in case you lived under a rock, but somehow have internet access to listen to our podcasts, but also... Didn't know what happened in the Super Bowl. Um, the Chiefs roll won it. We talked about it, right? Huh? We talked about it last week. Did you? Yeah, the post-Super Bowl pod. With... Oh. Well, why didn't she say something earlier? Well, because you're on a roll. <laughs> uh, I'm not editing it, but I just look stupid. So... <laughs> I, like, I don't know why when I you, opened up what did the app you think of we didn't get your thoughts, that's important. Okay. Yeah, I mean yeah, I don't know what happened. When I open up the, the app it says that the last episode was the Kobe thing, so but like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna restart our episode it'll just be a funny three and a half minute blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, <what> <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i so far removed from it. I thought it was... Uh, a little slow. Um, I still thought it was good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it just... <laughs> See, now that I know that we've talked about it, I, I have no more thoughts. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean it, I mean Patrick Mahomes is is a beast um and that kind of showed I mean I mean, you know, he he got to a Super Bowl and won it in his second year uh last year as in the AFC Championship game. I mean, I think I think that we're going to be seeing a lot of I mean, this is kind of like a look into Into the future, I think you can see the Chiefs or whatever team Patrick Mahomes is on uh, are going to be seeing some Super Bowls for at least appearances for years to come. Um, But we're back to day zero, um, and the season's over, so they got to make sure that they don't hit the uh, that Super Bowl hangover that teams kind of get into um, and start working they you know, they really need to work on their defense so that's definitely something even though Andy Reid isn't the biggest defensive head coach he's obviously a very offensive minded head coach um, if Kansas City gets a good defense they're going to be tough to beat um, and they already are tough to beat Um, as for the 49ers, you know, don't, don't let this get you down. Um, they still had a really good season. Um, and, I mean, I, I think that they can end up being back next year. They're. I thought all around a more balanced team than the Chiefs. Uh, But the offense isn't as good as the Chiefs' offense was. But, you know, the defense is definitely better than the Chiefs, I think. So, uh, not to worry Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I think he's got a a pretty good shot of seeing another Super Bowl. Uh, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <It'll be good. laughs> yeah you know it's they it kind of fell apart at the end but you know that's that's football games sometimes it's just it's a bigger deal because it was in the biggest football game of the year um, so yeah uh, I think the 49ers could be a good segue into free agency yeah 'Cause you're saying like they're a
1: lot they're, you know, a balanced team, but they're losing Emmanuel Sanders, Arik Armistead, and Jimmy Ward with just a projected like twenty two million dollars in cap space.
0: Wow. Um So who hold on, who was the first person you said? Manual Sanders. Okay, that's what I thought. I just didn't want to. Um, that's big, but they do have Raheem Mostert. I believe I'm pronouncing his name right, and that I mean he showed up big time in in the playoffs and stuff. So, um, but yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, there's a lot of of like really interesting free agents coming into this off-season, um, and, you know, I wish, I wish Michael was here because he, you know, just knows all this stuff because he <laughs> lives and breathes, uh, all the boring parts of football, <laughs> um, and I totally mean that as a compliment, though, um, um, but yeah, I mean we've already seen that Philip Rivers and the Chargers are parting ways. Um I don't know. I, I I think uh Drew Brees is a is a free agent this year. Uh Tom Brady's a free agent. Uh I mean there's a there's a lot of Dak Prescott's a free agent. Um so, a lot, of, a lot of big uh a lot of big names that are that are entering free agency this year and it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out. Um I don't want to get into the Patriots yet. So, um some of the other ones um Well, I don't know. Do you have any big ones that you want to talk about?
1: At least in, you know, off-season stuff, um, in regards to free agency, I think it would be really interesting to see what happens with Cam Newton and the Panthers. Okay. Um, since, you know, you've got Will Greer and and Kyle Allen. <laughs> Um, so if they you know they're projected to have 25 million dollars in cap space and Cam Newton has a 21 million dollar annual salary and so if they let him go that frees up some money to tie some people down but um, I think they could use that to invest into their offense that's not a quarterback if that makes sense yeah um continue on that quarterback train Andy dalton mm. who knows what's gonna happen there He could get released um to make way for Joe burrow um, you know even if he's just given like a one year extension like you're gonna stay in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, the the Cam Newton one's interesting because, like you know, they, they well, I believe Cal Allen was a starter while Cam Newton was injured. Yeah. And like, they didn't do super well, but it wasn't a disaster, you know, with with some obviously some developmental years. Um, you could definitely. I mean, aside from Cam Newton's MVP season and the year that they went to the Super Bowl, I feel like he's been a little underwhelming. Yeah. Um, and has, I mean, just kind of like, like Jameis Winston. Um, Marcus Mariota, they just, like, have not lived up to the hype or to the expectations um, so far, and, you know, that's not to say that they aren't still young and can't, you know, Um, but as of right now, it's just like, you know, maybe he needs to be on another team. Uh, Maybe, Ron Revere is now out in K- Carolina. They hired the Baylor coach who in three years turned the Baylor football team from like I believe it was a one and like eleven team to like a I think it was like ten and two or something like that this year. So like I mean he they clearly have brought him in to like, rebuild the Panthers, um, you know, he might not be the guy that gets him to the Super Bowl, but he's the one that's supposed to make them relevant again, um, and, like, maybe that'll jumpstart Cam's career, or maybe he wants to start over with a new quarterback, so, which, like, Will Greer had a lot of hype, um, coming into the draft, uh, I believe he, he's the West Virginia quarterback. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he... Yeah. They could make it work without Cam Newton. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, and then the Andy Dalton thing, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about. Like, oh, the... Or, I don't know if they're rumors or just, like, what people want. Um, is for the Patriots to sign Andy Dalton for a year, and then, I don't know, hopefully do bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence or something, (laughs) Uh, which I don't see happening. Um, But... I don't know. I, I definitely... If I'm Cincinnati... I mean, and you have the number 1 overall pick. I guess the safe thing to do is draft Joe Burrow. Um but I also feel like if if Miami or one of those other teams is like willing to give you a lot for him, like to to get that pick and to get Joe Burrow, um I don't see why you don't take it, um, yeah, not sure. I mean, you know Cincinnati needs a lot of kind of like Carolina or kind of like Arizona last year, um except they do need a quarterback, um especially if they let Andy Dalton go um, whereas I didn't think Arizona really needed to move on from Josh Rosen so soon um yeah but yeah I mean if someone offers enough I would give up Joe Burrow (laughs) I don't I mean that's not me saying that I don't think he's going to be good or anything because I definitely do Um, and you're definitely giving up possible franchise quarterback but there's a lot of quarterbacks entering the draft like Tua and um, true. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be in the draft. Um, next year, you've got Trevor Lawrence. Like, you know, if you draft Joe Burrow this year, uh, well, maybe next year you have Trevor Lawrence. It depends on whether or not he wants to stay for all four, or if he wants to yeah. stay, call it after his junior year. Um, so that that might be a little bit of a gamble. But if you're if you're bad this year. Getting a quarterback is not going to make you magically good next year. I mean, look at Cleveland. Look at Arizona. They're all... I mean, look at New York. I mean, just because you get a quarterback, that's not the flex seal of solutions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Yeah. Um... Other big ones that I've been following is like the Jameis Winston situation and like Philip Rivers because I think there's been some rumors, at least some of the rumors that I've heard, is that uh, Philip Rivers is going to go down to Tampa um, and Tampa's going to let Jameis go. I. It's interesting because I think. I thought, honestly, that, like, that's why Bruce Arians was brought back to Tampa. That's why he left retirement, was to fix James Winston and, you know, get him to make him good. Um, especially since that division isn't consistently strong. Yeah. It's kind of either, like, Every team in the division's good, or none of them are good, and you can make it into the playoffs with like a nine and seven record. Um, so that's that's one of the the big ones that I'm I'm kind of watching because, I mean, Jameis Winston threw like thirty something touchdowns, was only second to Lamar Jackson as far as touchdown. C- complete or touchdown passes thrown but he also had like 30 interceptions <laughs> so obviously something's got to get fixed there but uh I don't know maybe he needs to change the scenery too To he needs to go some place where there's not as much excitement around <laughs> like uh like a Detroit (laughs) or uh, maybe Cincinnati. There you go. (laughs) Or Cleveland or something. I mean, not that Cleveland or Cincinnati are going to need quarterbacks, but he needs to go to a quiet town where he can't really make any trouble versus Florida. Um. Yeah, uh, I mean, and then obviously the other one that I'm looking at is what in the world is going on with the Patriots, um, uh, either way it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this offseason, it's, this is totally like uncharted waters for me as a Patriots fan, um. Because Tom Brady's always been good in the regular season and they've always been like, yeah, obviously we're going to extend you. Uh, And now, you know, things seem to be a little bit more up in the air as to what the future is going to look like in New England in the quarterback position. Um, What did Xavier and Michael say? they uh
1: They'd neither of them believe uh, that he would leave
0: right, yeah, neither of them see Brady leaving New England. Michael said that uh he does he did want to say that he thinks that uh, Brady going to Dallas could work. Um, which has been a, uh, that's a pretty popular opinion. Um, but he doesn't see him leaving New England. What about you? Do you have any thoughts on this one?
1: Um, I guess the only thing I could really believe in would be him going to the Chargers. Kind of going back home for a year or two, you know, home to California. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's all I can really see. If not, then why the heck would he leave?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think he's... I think I saw something that he has a home in L.A. Um, Yeah. For me, it's tough. Because, obviously, the season didn't go the way any fan would want the season to end. Um for their team. Um, But also, it doesn't end like that for any team other than one every year. So, like, you know, being, like, trying to make the playoffs and stuff is still exciting. And, like, if that's the way that the Patriots are going to go, then, like, I'm excited to see that. Um, You know, I liked watching the Patriots play Buffalo... Um, I liked the game against the Chiefs and, like, the Texans and all that because they were, you know, important games that really made an impact on whether or not the Patriots were going to make the playoffs, whether or not they were going to win their division, whether or not, um, like, what their seed was going to be and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, for a lot of, uh, for just about every fan, like, that's the most that they have to look forward to um and like Pats fans have definitely been spoiled <laughs> um with <clears throat> you know all the all the Super Bowl wins and and the consistency of of the Patriots um yeah so for me it's tough because i i mean Brady still thinks he's got a lot left in him. You know, he he even said after the Super Bowl, uh, next year I'm not going to be wearing a jacket. Because um, they had him on the field for the NFL 100, 100th anniversary, like top 100 team or whatever, um, as one of the quarterbacks, uh, along with a bunch of other, you know... NFL players um and he said next year that he he's not going to be standing on the field in a jacket he's going to be wearing a uniform so you know he's definitely got that like winning mentality which is I mean it's hard to like bet against um when he's done as well as he has
1: um do you think it comes down to his decision or the Patriots decision
0: Um, I think it probably comes down to the Patriots decision i He's never really struck me as like a greedy quarterback that wants a lot of money and yeah. stuff, and like you know this year, I think a lot of what it has been about is less about the money and more about. see and like my perspective is a little bit tainted from like listening to what other people's opinions are and stuff but I think it's it's a lot more about like trying to say hey if if we don't like really fix this offense um I'm gonna go and you know so he needs he needs help at wide receiver um I don't think that the wide receivers are totally at fault. Um, but some of the games watching some of the games like the Tennessee game, um it was really frustrating to see like receivers not not get open um or not be open for for the pass, um, not creating separation and stuff and So I think that's that's what it's mostly been about. So I think it it probably comes down to the Patriots' decision um and you know whether or not they want to look at getting a new signing a new quarterback that can create time mm-hmm. in order for the receivers to get their separation or can like you know take the ball into their own hands and and go off like Lamar Jackson can, um, and and be a rushing quarterback type of thing. Where as Brady, you know, he can do what he he does as best as he can to try and create time for receivers, but it's it's not you know something's not working right. Um, And it's either getting more receivers for Brady or uh, getting a quarterback that can work with the receivers that we've got. Um, And so there's a lot of, like, little pieces, like Austin Hooper. He's a great tight end from Atlanta. He's a free agent this year. Um, I would love it if the Patriots could get him. Um, I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he was a beast. Um, um, I don't want to get in, right now, I don't want to get into, um, some of the other hindsight takeaways that I have from this year and stuff, but I, I mean, some of it's on my mind because I was, like, thinking about what I was going to say about all this stuff, um, earlier today, so... Some of it's kind of in my mind. Um, personally, I agree with... Uh, Michael and Xavier. I don't really see him going anywhere. Um, I I see him staying in New England. Um, I definitely see how Dallas could be a good fit. I, I see how uh, San Diego... Or not San Diego. LA would also you know, be a good fit for him, um, even though I don't think he, I don't know, they don't have a, well, yeah, they have good receivers over there, had to think for a second, um, but personally, as a fan, and this, this is something that I've, I've thought a lot about, is whether or not, like, as a fan of the Patriots, uh, whether or not I want to whether or not I believe Tom Brady can, you know, have a, have a bounce-back year and, like, the Patriots can, can have a better year next year, um, and whether or not, like, I want to see him move on to another person and, like, start whatever this next chapter of the Patriots is going to be, uh, or, you know... Um, and for me as a fan, I mean, I don't remember when I f- started watching Patriot games. Um, but, you know, and everybody that knows me knows this, that, that like, that was my dad's team uh, because Drew Bledsoe went to the Patriots and my dad went to school with him. Um, right. So once he went to the Patriots, he just started watching the Patriots and, like, uh, so, I've always grown up as a Patriot fan, but I also, you know, because of how old I am, I only really remember Tom Brady as the quarterback of the Patriots. And yeah. for me, as a fan, like, I could care less about, like, winning a Super Bowl next year or the year after that or whatever. I just want to see, like, I have that nostalgia factor. I want. Tom Brady to retire as a patriot. I don't wanna see him, you know, in another uniform going up against the Patriots. Um, even if that means, you know, we're gonna suck for X amount of years because of it. I, I I mean it's just one of those I and I know it's a business. I understand it's a business, and you gotta do what's best for the Patriots and for, you know, them to make money, but for me, like, if I was, if it was up to me, that's what I would do. Is I would I would roll with Tom Brady. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, literally like, o two o three, like that. I mean, that's those are like some of the first games I remember. I can still remember watching, and I mean, it's just it's it's always been like that, and I'd like to see him end his season or end his career with us and not in a Dallas uniform or in an LA Chargers uniform it like seeing those pictures makes me sick yeah so (laughs) um yeah uh but and I think you know if if he comes back, he'll definitely want some some receivers. I think you you can get him obviously for less money than he's asking for um and then also some of the some of the players that if for some reason he doesn't come back who who I would want as the quarterback um just from what I've seen of Jarrett Sidham, i don't you know i think he could be good in a couple years or so um but if we're like looking at like bouncing back against the Chiefs and the Texans and and being competitive next year personally I like Teddy Bridgewater um my brother and I have been looking at some of the film on him just to kind of like get a better feel of like what he's like as a quarterback um and I still think I I think a little bit less so but I I still think he's a little bit underrated um he was starting to like really pick it up in Minnesota before his injury uh, and then he got injured again and um Went to the Jets for, like, training camp or something, and then they traded him to the the Saints. Um, and as we saw this past season, uh, when Drew Brees went down, he started five games, played in six. Uh, but the, the games that he started, he won every single one of them. Um, I think... He, you know someone's going to pick him up at some point as a as their starting quarterback and if we're looking at someone cheap that can get us winning right now that's probably the best bet versus like tanking this season and trying to get Trevor Lawrence um but we'll see what happens that's personally what what I would like to see the most if it's not going to be Brady I'd like to see... Probably Teddy Bridgewater. Um... Hmm. Yeah. I definitely... You know, once we figure out... What's happening with Brady... I do want to, even if it's just me on the podcast, I, I do still want to, um, talk about, like, this season and, like, everything that happened, and I think that would be probably be pretty cool if, like, everybody did, talked about, like, their team and, like, what they think they need to go for next year and stuff like that, um, but I definitely want to do it for the Patriots because it's definitely a weird year to be a Patriot fan, um, not that I expect Super Bowl titles every year or anything. <laughs> or even playoff wins every year. Like it's just I mean it's a little weird. So um But yeah, well I mean we'll we'll see what happens. We'll kinda you know, we'll talk about things as they as they come out. Um March 15th is going to come up real quick, um, which is the, uh, I think that's, that's like the deadline, um, to kind of have all your, all your contracts sealed up without hitting like the penalty, um, time period, um, Yeah, so I mean we'll we'll talk about that stuff as it comes up. Um and yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good on this if if you're ready to move on or unless you have other things.
1: Nope. Um I'm just yeah, I'm super psyched. 17 days until um the Marathon Olympic Trials. Um uh I'm psyched that happens in Atlanta. Um, I know I texted you guys about it. But, um, yeah, but Jim Walmsley, Ultra Runner, is dropping down to race, and his last weeks have been insane. <laughs> um, like I just, my mind, like can't comprehend it. Over a hundred miles since November, every week.
0: Every week a hundred plus miles ran. Um, in preparation for this.
1: And I think that I just like the thing that makes me believe in him a lot is that there's just been no injuries at all. Um so that makes sense, right? Like it's just been consistent and hard work.
0: Yeah, I'm looking just, for that that picture you sent again.
1: It was just to you and Michael.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But, I mean, like, he's dropping, like, quick, quick um, miles, too. Yeah. Um, And so I'm super psyched to see what he can do. Um, so that's what I'm really excited. And honestly, just like that weekend in general, it'll be televised. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I... This is super interesting, because, like, I mean, yeah, every single... Yeah, since November 25th, 101 miles, 125 miles, 151 miles, 175, 176. Um, And then, you know, the little tweet under that, the fact that he's self-coached. I mean, to have the, the discipline to... You know, I I know he's an elite athlete and like, but like to to tell yourself I'm gonna run almost two hundred miles today is just I mean that's mental fortitude if if I've ever seen it. Yeah, so I'm super psyched to.
1: That's the thing that I'm super excited for coming up. I don't know if there's anything like that, or if it's the swimming world, or if it's just like the swimming trials in June. Um, but this is like, in the running world at least, like everything's coming to Atlanta at the end of February.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really follow swimming a whole lot leading up to like the trial well i mean probably once i once i see that the trials are on that's kind of when i when i really start following it <laughs> i mean i love swimming and it interests me it's just it's it's one of those things that it's kind of boring to watch on tv <laughs> or in person it's it's boring unless you're the one swimming um so i really only like watching the trials and the actual Olympics, but outside of that, I don't really do a whole lot of, like, following, except for, like, you know, things I see on, like, social media and stuff, um, or, like, certain athletes that I follow, but, you know, for me, it was always, it was always Michael Phelps and, and Ryan Lochte and stuff, so, I mean, now that, well, is Ryan Lochte retired? I feel like I should know that. I don't think he is, but he also did not do well in the 2016 Olympics, so.
1: Nope, no news on him being,
0: uh... Yeah, I don't see anything. And
1: he was, um, so he was suspended. Yeah. Until July
0: 2019. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he... I think he's coming back. I think he. What one of the things that is interesting about that is, um, I mean, all that all that stuff that happened in twenty sixteen, you know. First off, he only got a medal on like one of the one of the relays that he was in, and um, you know. Then there was the whole like got drunk and. Um, yeah. got like, got in trouble in, you know, all that, all that's all that nasty business that happened down there. Um, and I know he, at least from what I've seen, has like really made an effort to turn his life around. Um, you know, there's like a... I forget where I saw it, but there was, like, this... He, like, you know, sat down and talked to Michael Phelps about it. And, like... um, You know, Michael Phelps also had his fair share of... um, I guess you just say struggles. Um, And so, like... And Michael Phelps being one of the like big people that like, it's not only one of Ryan Lochte's rivals, it's also someone that he looks up to. Um, yeah, is is something that I I feel like he's gonna probably come back with, with quite the vengeance and and like really be looking to prove something, so that'll be that'll be fun to watch for sure, but.
1: I don't know.
0: Like I said, I, I'm not following the storylines right now. Don't <laughs> worries. Um
1: But that's a wrap for me.
0: <laughs> um Yeah. Some of the other stuff, um The whole Mookie Bet's deal with baseball. I think Xavier said something about talking about baseball you later on. Friday. Yeah, when they get on. So, you know, maybe uh some of the other things that are going on in baseball um he can probably touch on, but I know as uh it was a tough decision to make for the Red Sox to have to to move on from Mookie Betts. You know, everybody's like He's a a, once-in-a... Once-in-a... Generation talent. Um, And... They just traded him to the Dodgers. I don't know what the... What the... What Vegas is saying, but... The LA Dodgers have got to be... The favorites to win... The World Series this year. Um, I mean... They went two years in a row they lost in a 5 game series to the Nats who ended up winning the World Series. I think uh, hmm they're definitely one of the most talented teams in MLB right now. Um you know, I don't think that the Nats were the most talented team last year. Uh I think they you know, had a bit of a chip on their shoulder, like they didn't really belong there, and they had the most heart when it counted type of thing, and their bats worked when it counted type of thing, but as far as, you know, teams that, you know, have the talent to to win a World Series title, I think the Dodgers have definitely got to be in that conversation and they're definitely my they're probably definitely my favorites right now to win it next year especially with adding on Mookie Betts even though they got rid of their manager um which I mean now that you have Mookie Betts I really was like man they should have kept their manager because they would be looking I mean real good right now um Yeah, I mean the only thing is that just the fact that Clayton Kershaw is in clutch is is the only thing is that he he is, you know, failed to show up in big moments. And if the manager could get past the fact that he's Clayton Kershaw and make the decision to go to someone else, then I mean that would have been I think they would have won it. Um in game five, but, uh, I mean, Boston definitely wanted to get under the tax, uh, which I think is lame. Um, you don't see New York doing that. You don't see LA doing that. Um, if you want to win in baseball, you got to deal with the tax. Um, that's why, all, I mean that's why the New York Yankees have won what is it like 27 titles uh that's why LA goes has has gone to the World Series two times back to back um if you want to win you got to pay uh especially since there's not a cap it's just once you get over a certain amount you got to you got to pay a tax to for that so I thought it was a little a little lame, but I think another part was they wanted to get rid of David Price, um, because of kinda how he is interacting with like the media and stuff and they had to include Mookie Betts to kinda offload David Price. So a little unfortunate, but it is what it is. I don't know what uh what happened what happened with the rest of that deal because i heard that minnesota was planning on pulling out of it and it was a three-team deal um, but let me see uh, Mookie bats trade Lucky Bats officially traded. Okay, yeah, so... Minnesota did pull out of the trade. Um, they were sending... In, they were getting a pitcher from the Dodgers originally, and then they were sending a pitcher and another prospect to Boston. Um... But now it looks like they've trade Boston traded Mookie Betts and David Price in exchange for Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. And none of those names ring a bell to me. <laughs> um, so Yep. I thought I was gonna have thoughts on that because I did recognize. Or I knew a little bit about the players from Minnesota that were coming over, but I don't know anything about them, so. Yikes. (laughs) I don't know. The Sharks suck (laughs) in hockey. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is the sports right now. NFL's gone, so everybody's in this drought. Oh, I did want to talk a little bit about the XFL because I think it should be interesting to see what happens, especially given the failure of the AAF last year. Um, I'm. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, if the XFL can avoid the same fate. Um, I watched a little bit of some of the games the other day, and it was good. Mm, I mean, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't like is that it started a week after the Super Bowl, and there hasn't really been time for people to miss football. Um, but something that came up with my time hop today was... The XFL, back in 2001, its debut had 54 million viewers. And the Super Bowl that year had 84. So, there was obviously a lot of hype originally for the XFL. And then, by March of 2001, they had hit uh, rock bottom in their ratings. So, um, yeah, Lois, Las Vegas... Birmingham game at the lowest rating for prime primetime program of one of the four major networks. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I think, I'll, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it because who knows what's going to happen. But, you know, I would think that it probably stands to last a little bit longer just because of who Jim McMahon is. And the success he's had with WWE, I feel like he should be able to make it somewhat successful this time around. But uh, I guess we'll keep you posted on that with what happens. I da- I I find it a little hard to believe that it's gonna hit the same fate as the AAF did last year. Um, but also, I don't. It's not competing with the NFL anytime soon. <laughs> Because it's not going to draw players like Trevor Lawrence, or um, Tua, or Jalen Hurts, or Justin Fields, or any of those, you know, big name quarterbacks. It's going to be people that either were just not good enough to make it in the NFL, or you know, their NFL seasons, or they're they're not good enough anymore to make it in the NFL, and they're not ready to hang them up yet, type of thing. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, I don't really have a sports moment this week. I guess it could be at at the XFL, but. Trying to think of other things that happen. Zion looks good
1: <laughs> Got put up 31 points
0: yeah career high everybody Zion Williamson I'm excited for like March Madness to kick in and stuff like that so oh yeah it's gonna be good I, I mean we'll definitely have more to talk about too so <laughs> I do do you have anything
1: nope no
0: well Uh, Welcome to the dead season. Uh, Not quite. This is like the the preview of the dead season. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess I mean that's that's gonna do it for us today. I think. Um, Tweet us, follow us, give us a. Let us know, you know, what you thought about um, any of the stuff that we talked about today. Um, Where do you think, you know, Tom Brady or any of these other quarterbacks, because it seems like just about every quarterback is, is looking for new homes or looking for extra money to stay where they are. So, I mean, let us know where you think your favorite quarterback or... Is going to end up, or where you're what, what moves your team's going to make to try and beat Patrick Mahomes, the Wonder Kid. So, or if you are Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> <laughs> or a fan of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Um, stay tuned, maybe xavier michael someone drops a pod later this week if not we'll, we'll uh hopefully we can get every everybody together next week at some point uh, and, and get you guys some good content unlike whatever this was <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um. all right talk to you guys later